Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And then you want to make your partner or help your partner feel safe with expressing themselves because some people are afraid to say anything. They don't even want to talk. They don't want to make a sound. And so you want to make them feel comfortable like, baby, just moan. If I hit it, tell me. I want you to tell me if it's if you want me to do a, a little softer. And you can ask questions, but don't ask yes or no questions. Ask, would you like it slow or would you like it fast? Would you like it, you know? And so you're kind of exploring the body and that's your roadmap. That is how you know where to go and what to do. That just sounds And fun. then also, okay, also coupled with techniques, that's how you become far. 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 Welcome to Wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while Black. If Black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all-Black everything. Everybody, welcome back to Wild Black. Welcome back. Listen, today is one of those episodes. And I'm, I'm talking about the ones that you are excited as hell to listen to, but at the same time, you've got your volume turned down to an octave only your dog can hear. I know you're doing it. And if it's you, if that's who you are, I could not be more glad that you're here with us today. (laughs) Real talk. (laughs) Today, we are talking about sex out loud without shame. Why? Because we can. Out loud. Out loud. Like, why in the hell do we have so much shame about sex anyway? Right? It's Bro, are you shamed about sex? Depending on who I'm talking to. Who, who you shame with? It, hey, who 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 would you be shame maybe, with? Maybe mama. I might be shame with my mama a little bit. Right. Or grandmama. Yeah. Or, she, she, my mama's listening to this. Or too. aunties. You know, you yeah. know mm. that's when you be like, oh, I'm not <laughs> talking about this with y'all. <laughs> yeah. But look, people, this is, this is one of those rare things that most of us in the world share. We love it. We look forward to. I, <laughs> you, I, said, you said most. I'm hoping everybody. There's <laughs> somebody out there probably who doesn't. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but they, they built different from me. Me too. But we pay for this, you know? <laughs> we, we, we beg for this. <laughs> you know, some of us pray for this. And don't act like you've never prayed for this. I know damn well you have been like, Lord, if you allow me to get some this evening, I will honor and praise your name all the days of my life. I know you didn't say it. Ain't true, no doubt. True. If if you can't admit it to yourself. Right. God knows. Correct. Just like you lied, talking about if, if you make this floor stop spinning, Lord, I'll never drink, drink again. again. Lied. Mm-hmm. You lied. You, you lied. You drink tomorrow. But look, as much fun as we're going to have today, you know this is Wild Black. So I want you to pay attention because we're going to teach you something. We won't just be talking about tips on how to last longer or, or ladies, how you can make him scream your name. We're talking about so much more. Why do we view sex the way we do? How was it that we were socialized as children and what impact did that have on us? What may or may not be healthy about sex in general? Today, we're talking about all that. And as always, we have got an amazingly dope guest with us today. So I want to introduce to you Kane the Coach. 
Kane is a clinical sexologist. I said it and you heard it. A certified sex and relationship coach, a certified cognitive behavioral life coach, mm. and the owner of Romantic Discovery, which is an intimate enhancement company. That just sounded good, didn't it? That does. Like all that. Yeah, it sounds real legitimate. Like everybody need to have some spend some time with uh, Ms. Kane, the coach. Yes, indeed. <laughs> She's dedicated to educating empowering people about sexuality. And I promise if you hit her IG page, she'll have you blushing, gushing, and rushing to the bedroom to try out some of the tips that she blesses us with. And I know y'all nasty asses already want to know where the page is and can't wait to the end of the episode. So I'm going to go ahead and hit you with it now. It's Kane the Coach. C-A-I-N-T-H-E-C-O-A-C-H. Kane the Coach on IG. Go ahead and check out, follow her. She got some content for you. So enough of that. Kane, welcome to Wild Black. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yay. Was there hey. anything that I missed in your introduction? I think you hit it on the head, but I must add that I'm a sexual technique expert. Ooh, I, don't, I, don't even, <laughs> I, I think I'm already blushing. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> do, do explain just a little bit of what a sexual <laughs> technique expert is. Expert, a specialist, however you want to call it. Specialist. I specialize, a specialist. I specialize uh. in technique. So that is the foundation of a lot of the work that I do, and that is teaching and, and showing people how to experience the pleasure we all deserve. I like how that sounded, the pleasure we, we all, all deserve. deserve. I deserve some goddamn pleasure. <laughs> I deserve some pleasure. Man, I deserve some pleasure. All right, so... <laughs> We got our wild black shit. And are you ready for that? No, I'm ready. All right. All right, brother, it's all you, man. Hey, it's all you. It. Let's get it. So as you know, our wild black shit is it's kind of an amazing section of our of our of our show. Um, two questions. Actually, it's three questions. Two questions get you warmed up. Third one is our signature question. I'm ready. Go ahead. All right. First question. Ooh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> mm. <laughs> We do this from time to time. It's always a tough discussion. Always. But one has to go all the way. Who are you erasing from musical history? The entire catalog. Every song. Every appearance. Every guest spot. Every cameo. Every voice. Everything they wrote. Got four options. Ever? Ever. Like, yes. One, okay. Marvin Gaye. Two, Prince. Three, Al Green. Or four, Ron Isley. Who getting the axe? Now, this is some... Okay, this is some foolishness. Now, Ain't how it? am I supposed to... <laughs> Ain't it? <laughs> Ain't it, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is some foolishness. Uh, ooh. Marvin Gaye? Everything. Everything. Mm. Maybe Marvin Gaye. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Gaye? Let's Man. get it on. I know. I know. I know. Oh, jeez. Makes me want to holler. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But you know what I do? We just create a different version of that, so. <laughs> wow. Wow. You you I you didn't cut a whole bunch of black folks. Who are they hurting? They I know, I know. Mm. That was very very difficult. Very it difficult. was, but 
Think think Why? about how many people yeah. no longer even exist. If it wasn't for Marvin Gaye, yeah, it's whole generation. How many babies wouldn't have wouldn't have been here, bro? We might not uh, be here. Right. <laughs> you wouldn't even be on Wild Black right now. Sorry, Mama. You wouldn't true. even be here. Ooh, that's Marvin Gaye. Mm. Bro, who would you? Who would you? Who would no, you not nobody. You know, you gotta pick one. <laughs> you gotta pick one. Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> You talk, talking future generations. This ain't even no, this, this ain't even, that ain't even the option. Man, bruh. That's an impossible choice. I'm glad it wasn't mine. See, look at that. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna tell you who I would pick. Who would you Next go with? question. No. Maybe Al Green. Maybe Al Green could be the... Oh, oh I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Ain't no more love know. or happiness. I know. That's, a, that's immediately hey. what came to mind. The love and happiness. Oh, my God. It's just oh. it's just pain and despair now. Yeah, ain't nothing simply beautiful, beautiful no more. Nothing. Oh, goodness. Simply no. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's difficult. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I right, hit it with Question Second question. Since we're discussing sex today, I want to hit you with a quick game and name that song. And the artist, of course. Oh, I'm terrible with this. Oh, you got something gonna, coming in. And terrible. as I'm sure you assumed, each song is sex-related. So the first song... Well, here you go ahead and hit it with that first song. Wanna sex you up. Okay, yeah, okay, there we go. Okay, okay, okay. Now, bonus points. Who sang it? You don't need the bonus points. <laughs> Color me bad. You got it. You yeah, all right. That's it. Color me bad. It was yep. on the tip of my tongue. That's it. Yep. You sang it for us. So you, you, got, you, <laughs> yeah. got, a, you got one star. And I can't sing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard it. I heard it come out of you. you matter of fact, you start, you start singing it. Because I can't. You start you start whopping over there. I, 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 I saw did. It. I, I, I already did. know. I already I know. Did. It touched your soul. That's what it was. <laughs> All right, song two. Ooh. Oh, that's the jam. No, perfect. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. What you got right. on that one, Kane? What you got on that what you one? Think? What you think? I can't remember who's singing. I'm like, Silk, hi. Uh, I don't know. It's Silk. You got it. You got it. Silk. Okay. Yeah. Freak me, baby. Freak oh, me, baby. That's yeah. my jam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you All definitely right. going to get number three. Correct. Let's do song three. All right, now. How does it feel? There you feel go. Man. There you go. Yeah, there Angelo. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. D'Angelo. Angelo. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do the fourth song. I wanna freak you. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got some memories to that one. I, we heard that come out. We heard, we, Every, look, we heard that. Every song had a physical reaction. Right, she's like, oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> she didn't even sing it. She just said, oh. <laughs> That's my jam, too, right there. Mm-hmm. That's Jodeci. Yep. Yes, indeed. What's the song, Dad? <sighs> I want to freak you. Do it again. I'll go. <laughs> freak, freaking you, freaking you, got it. Freaking, <laughs> freaking you, yep. <laughs> okay, two Let, left. Let's let's do this. Let's do this next. Two one. more. Two I'm, left. I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about sex today, so <laughs> that's part of course. Oh goodness. Hopefully, God. all the listeners are sweating or thinking about it at least by now. These songs got to put you there. <laughs> Some people probably stop listening. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's Janet Jackson. Yes, indeed. Yep. Don't ask me to name it, song. Anytime. Yes, anytime, any place. There you That's go. It. You got it. Yes. You definitely got this oh, last yeah. You, you, you killing it. I, listen, I just I'm, not good. To I'm not good at this. Right, I'm me. not good at this. I just listen to them and, do, and use them for what they're doing <laughs> purposes <laughs> <laughs> they are functional, huh? They, they functional. They part of assignments that you assign yes. people. Yes. I got you. Yes. I got you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's hit that last song. Ah, uh, see, y'all playing. <laughs> I gotta stop. I'm snapping and singing and bobbing my head. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> oh yeah! Don't ask me the name of the song, but it's Prince, of that's, course. That's yep. Doomy, baby. Yep. Mm. And I noticed that you, you know, in the in the first question, she didn't cut Prince. She did not at all. She did not cut so, Prince. Yeah. Not even the second time around. Mm-mm. <laughs> I was I was going back and forth, but there's so much erotic energy there. I was like, that yeah. wouldn't be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> erotic yeah. energy. Yeah. You're going to have to define that for us well, in, in a second. But <laughs> you did amazing on those, on those two questions. So this is a third and final kind of our signature question. What do you love most about life while Black? I would definitely say our strength and ability to overcome adversities. Of course, all this melanin and chocolate skin I got going on. Mm. Say that. I love, I, you know, I love how, you know, how we, the aging process, the, the, the different shades that we have going on. I have multiple, I have three shades of my, uh, of my own. Right. So I love um, the tenacity of our skin. Mm. And like I said, the, in the strength that we have as a people. You made that sound good. You made us sound like a sexy. Delicacy, mm-hmm. just because we beautiful people. I love it. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, well, we're going to jump into our dope quote. And typically our dope quote is a quote from history, religion, science, mathematics, entertainment, culture um, that has impact on our, on our theme for today. But today I'm doing something a little bit different. As I was researching things for this episode, I ran into a bunch of interesting facts. Now, To be honest, I don't know if they're facts or not, but they're definitely interesting and they were labeled facts. So, of course, the internet is always right. So, we're going to rock with it. 
<laughs> so I got Always. a few. Um, just for consumption, just to hear. Number one, during sex, the genitals and breasts swell, but so does your inner nose. The record for most female orgasms in one hour is 134. That's intense. Um, the average length of a female orgasm is 22 seconds, which is 14 seconds longer than men. So 22 seconds times 134. How, what, is that, what does that math work out to? Does that, even, does, that even, does it even work inside 60 minutes? That's a hell of a... You need a Gatorade IV with that one. Right. right. And some Pedialyte. <laughs> the average speed of ejaculation is 30 miles per hour. <laughs> I don't know who, who clocked it. I don't know. <laughs> there, skirt, skirt. <laughs> there are 36 calories in a teaspoon of semen. You burn about 200 calories during a 30-minute session. Active sex, right? So sex is You burn about how many calories? 200. 30 minutes, 200. Huh. I'm going to go home and put on my Fitbit and see if that is that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Men have 11 erections per day on average, and the average penis, almost at the average male penis, but that wouldn't have been appropriate. The average penis when erect is 5.5 inches long. Kane, did any of those strike you as odd? Um, no, not really. Not really. See, that means you are definitely better at this than am I. I was <laughs> caught off guard on several of them. Yes. Art, you making a face, bro. What you thinking over there? <laughs> 30 miles an hour? <laughs> that's, that's, I didn't know that myself. That's coming out hot, ain't it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> coming out hot. That's the name of the episode. Coming out hot. <laughs> All right, look. Let's, let's go ahead and get to this education. Get to teaching people some stuff. Kane, you and I, when we had our pre-call, we talked about the fact that there was, a, there was an arc of sexuality, so to speak, right? We are, we're socialized to sex as children, and we form our ideas and our ideals around sex initially as children. And I, I want to start our conversation there. So as you think about our childhoods, outside of those of us who, who watched, you know, Cinemax at night, right, and, and watched all the, the fuzzy TV screens and half, half the listening audience won't even remember what this is. When you looked at the TV screen, it was fuzzy and you tried to see the pictures behind the fuzz. Like for those of us who did that, other than that consumption of sex, how, how did we form our perceptions of sex as children? Oftentimes from our surroundings, our parents, our friends, our religious institutions, media, that's how we consume um, or how we learn. And porn does go in there. As well. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's oftentimes, it, there's so much shame attached to the conversation of sex. And we need to de- destigmatize these types of conversations because we create um, adults yeah. that end up with challenges. Yeah, even, even hearing you mention shame being associated with sex and understanding that so much of what we believe is learned at a young age, where does the feeling of shame come into play? Like, how, how did that enter the equation for most of us? A lot of it comes from our parents, and it can be direct or it can be indirect. For example, say, for instance, um, your, your parents speak to um, you about your genitals 
in different words. So say they call your penis P-bird, they call your vulva pocketbook or something odd. Right. They what that's what that's teaching pocket you book, is that book. yeah pocketbook I've heard all kinds of of, of things that yeah. they call our genitals but if you think about that it must be so bad that we can't even say the word this yeah. is the only body part mm-hmm. that we cannot say the real word why is that, that makes so a lot you of may sense. you may not realize it but you are inadvertently teaching your child shame. Another thing is, is that we start to notice that our body feels good with certain touch. You may see small um, male-bodied children twirling their penises around. I know you've seen, seen oh, yeah. that before. I think half of still do that right yeah. now, today. <laughs> <laughs> they may be twirling or they may touch themselves. And what will happen is, is that a parent may respond in such a shaming and mm. negative way. And they're like, don't do that. That's bad. Don't touch, you know, and they chastise the child. And the first thing they think is, oh, my goodness, this must be bad. Never let anybody see. Never let anybody touch. Never. It's always everything has a bad connotation to it. You have to wait till um, you get married in order to have. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures in collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Have sex. Um, I know growing up myself as a, a young girl, it was save yourself into marriage. Good girls don't do that. Mm. So what is that teaching you? If good girls don't do that, essentially you're saying that it's bad. Yeah, and, and, and if I you want to do it, you must not be a good girl. You must not be a good girl. Only bad girls. It's nasty. You hear yeah. nothing positive about sexual expression whatsoever. And when we give that type of information to our children, they don't have a healthy understanding or attitude about sex. Mm. And then they don't talk to you and they start to learn misinformation from their friends. Yeah. They get misinformation from porn and they think that that's what sex is supposed to be. And so then when they become adults, it manifests in adulthood. Mm. Another yeah. another thing too is masturbation. Masturbation, we expect um, male-bodied children to masturbate. Right. But when it comes to a vulva owner, we don't want the little girls, oh, you better not touch yourself. But even with our male-bodied children masturbating, they're hiding that. So what they do is they mm. rush to masturbate. So they're hurrying up and they're jacking off like super, super fast. So what are they doing? They're teaching their body to respond quickly. So once they get older and get with a partner, Mm. they're going to come fast because they've essentially trained their body to come extremely quickly. Wow. And we don't think about it that way. So a lot of times when you have sons or male-bodied children, I'll say, listen, if you know your child is masturbating, give them that space and let them know that it's okay and that you'll knock on the door and then tell them, do it slow. Like I told my son, don't do it fast, do it slow. That's really slow. Okay. You know, it's mind-blowing right now. Right, yeah. (laughs) Literally, like, boom. 
Mm-hmm. Slow, slow, slow down, son. Slow down. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. No, no, take your time with it. <laughs> take your time. Because think about it. You are literally, and that is one of the things that show up a lot in coaching mm-hmm. where a person has rapid ejaculation, they can't hold their erection, they're coming super fast. It's because of their masturbation practices. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yes. okay, bro? That is, that, I mean, that, that, that right there is enough game <laughs> for the whole for, episode. For our entire audience. <laughs> <laughs> Men and women. All right, so you said something in there, right? You, very, very honest. Right? And, and I think part of today's conversation is going to have to be uncomfortable for us, f- for the listeners, because I think it's going to go counter to so much of what we feel and believe and even see as sensible in moments. Because when, when you made mention that you told your son to slow down, like every muscle in my body tensed up, <laughs> like instantly. Yes. Like, you told your son. Right, because I'm like, had my mama knocked on the door, like, hey, listen, okay, I know what you're doing in there. And I noticed that you came out too quick. And if you really want to be the man (laughs) down the line later, I need you to make that, like, Give it, give it 10 or 15 more minutes. Have you tried stroking it upside down, son? Like, yes. Yeah. And seriously, you do need to stroke it upside down. You need oh, to turn shit. your head. <laughs> you do. Yeah, and use I was your just left talking. hand. Use your, no, seriously. Yeah. You should explore yes, you need all, to do that. angles and everything, right? Yes, yes. But that is not something that we typically would tell our child. Yeah, because I would have moved out. <laughs> I would have had to go. <laughs> I can't even look at my mama no more after that conversation. <laughs> Like, how am I, I going to use my hand and accept, like, the, the evening meal from mom? Thank you, mom, for handing me the turkey and dressing. Like, I, but if it was normal, right, you wouldn't have any shame associated Exactly. It. You wouldn't have any shame. If, it's, if hmm. the conversation is normalized and that, like, my son actually wow. told his friends, you know your parents know that you masturbate. You know, he, he told his friends that. <laughs> and his friends was clutching pearls like, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And so in order for you to be a good lover, in the future. And I told him, I said, trust me on this. Just slow down. I won't bust in your room. I will knock. You're of that age now. I will knock when before I come in. But you need to have these conversations. You need to have the conversations about what's happening when they have a wet dream. They don't know what's going on with them. And how I started that conversation with my um, young son was, I was generally speaking, like I was talking about something I was teaching. Right. And he was like, that happened to me, mom. And I said, oh, yeah, it's completely natural. It happens to many people. And, you know, so I just normalized the conversation. And I really tried to do that because I did not have that growing up. I didn't have uh, everything I learned was on my own. It wasn't definitely. And it was because my mom, my dad, they didn't get those type of um, conversations. I had a sex talk and it lasted about three minutes long. And it was by my father. And what he said to me is, you're at that age. I was 14. You're at that age. You're going to feel a tingling between your legs. Stick your fingers up there. Take a cold shower. And then he walked out the room. That was what? my sex talk. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And I was mortified. Wow. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wow. The, the first thing I can tell you from this conversation so far is up until about three and a half minutes ago, I thought that I was really open with my children. Right. I took, I took right. pride in being like the dad who you could have any conversation with. But none of what you just said right. have I been able to say, even necessarily thought about saying, because I try to keep it open. Let's talk about sexuality. Let's talk about your feelings. Yeah. But to go to that level, I've never even contemplated. You ain't even thought about telling them 
hey, go on and put 30 minutes into the, into right. the masturbation <laughs> game, right? You don't be killing them, son, when you get to college. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. We need to have that's, these that's open a, conversations. We really, really, truly need to have wow. these open. Because you got to think, when you are able to have these conversations, as you grow and you become mm-hmm. an adult, you're going to be able to say what your wants and needs are. Mm-hmm. And, a, mm-hmm. and oftentimes, most often, we cannot articulate what our wants and needs are. Yeah, true. You, you, true. We are creating sexually mature and sexually healthy Children, so they can become sexually healthy and mature adults. adults. Yes. I think I said that right. Seriously, earlier today, um, I was in the doctor's office with my daughter. My daughter's 13. And I remember feeling proud because the doctor was asking questions about her menstrual cycle. And she said, well, I'll ask mom. I said, no, no, no. You can ask me. Like, my daughter and I talk about these things. I'm I'm informed. And and now I sit here eight hours later. I'm like, I got a little more work to do than I thought. I need to. And with my son, no less. That's mm-hmm. now, that's now, this is a question. How young do you think you should start? I have yeah. like two young girls, like four and eight. You need to start the sexual conversation early. So when I say sexual conversation, you want it to be age appropriate, of course. You don't want to talk about, by the age of five, they should know their appropriate body parts. So they need to understand what a vulva. This is my vulva. This is my breast. They are curious about those things. You don't want to tell them your butt, call the butt, the vulva, the your pocketbook, your private parts. Mm. You, you don't nice. want to call it by the real name. So that's what I mean by the sexual education starts very, very early. Even your affection that you have toward your partner, when you hug and kiss, they're looking at that. Yeah. That's part of the sexual education. Mm-hmm. So you want, I don't work with children right now, but there is, I believe it's um, the National Sex Education Standards, K through 12. That's a good foundation. If you Google that document, you can get it for free. That has some foundational things in there that's age appropriate, um, like from two to five. They should know this and, and, and so forth and so on. That might be a helpful document for you to review. Now, there may be some things in there that you may not agree with, but as a parent, that's up to you. Right. And what was the name of it again? The national. It's called the um, National Sex Education Standard K through twelve. As we all type this out, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I got it. Look, listeners, you, you see, well, you should know by now. We we do the research right along with you. Correct. National mm-hmm. Sex Education Standard. Yeah. National. And I I heard something. I was in a workshop. Um, conducted by Marty Klein. And he said something that caught my attention so much. And what he said is, we received the message growing up that sex is dirty, sex is mm-hmm. bad, but save it for the one you love. You say that's crazy for the one you love. Yes. Oh. Yes. And I said, that is exactly the message that we receive. A lot of us receive, not yeah. everyone, of course, but many of us receive that message. We don't receive the good. We only receive the bad. Wow. So I, I want to take this and kind of transition to a, a different place, right? We, we've talked about... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba our socialization to sex and how obviously some of us are not quite where we need to be, right? 
So the, the first question I have is, actually, it's kind of a dual question. As sexual adults who are brought up in a way where sex wasn't necessarily normalized or, or taught as a beautiful thing, what changes do we need to make in, inside of ourselves to, to be better? And then the, the second question is, how do we teach our children better? Like, what are, what are the primary things that you think we really need to do? Okay. Just like we learn messages, we can unlearn messages. Right. The, the exact same way. So what you want to look at is what messages is that, have you received that no longer serves you? Mm. So what messages do have you received that's impacting your sex life? Where did that belief mm-hmm. come from? Where did that belief come from? Did it come from, is this something that you truly believe and value? Or is this something that a, a religious institution or you heard kids or your, or your parents told you was wrong? And is that in fact true? Mm. So you want to start to look at those things. I'll give you an example. One of the things that I see often, I have a, a women's group called the Sister Circle. And right. one of the things I see often is masturbation. There's shame around masturbation because it's a sin. You're never supposed to touch yourself because Mm. it's a sin. It's bad to touch yourself. And so a lot of female body grown women, they have challenges touching themselves. But if you don't touch yourself and know what gives you pleasure, Mm. how is your partner going to give you pleasure? If you don't know how they, how do they know? You know, so there's a lot of reframing that's going around um, and and, and, uh, teaching them how to look at things differently. So these negative things, What's the positive about it? Can you do an affirmation that counters that negative that you have? And again, look at those things and see if it's true. If you were told masturbation gives you hairy palms, is that true? (laughs) That's not true. Because if so, it'd be some werewolves running around this joint. Right. They couldn't even see fingers. Right. (laughs) It's not true. And so that's the way we look at we look at things. And then we want to replace those things, replace those thoughts in our head right. with something that serves us better. You want to educate yourself. A lot of times we've we've grown up in oppressive, um, rigid, oppressive environments, yeah. and we just don't know. We just don't know. So you have to take the time to learn. Yeah. That goes for female bodies and male bodies. Gotcha. Both. Gotcha. What kind of resources can you connect people to? Um, let me Let me rephrase that question. For the adults who probably need that reframing the most, there is also probably quite a lot of shame attached to it, right? So if they're shameful about it, they are less likely to go external and seek help. So what kind of resources can they access in private to begin to work on reframing that understanding of sex and sexual behavior? And now we're in an environment where uh, they have tons and tons of resources online. Right. They have sex coaches online. But I'm going to tell you how I end up becoming a sex po- coach at the end was I saw the need. And when a person feels like that they can say something to you and not be judged, mm-hmm. they will tell you. Yes. People tell me I mm-hmm. have no, literally I have known them for two minutes and I know their complete sex life, what they're into, their king, everything, because they, they see me as someone that has no judgment because I don't have any judgment yeah. Yeah. whatsoever. So it's just a matter of look, look at the resources that's out there. Go to my, my page. I teach a lot on my Instagram page and yes, I try yes, to talk do. about things. I yes, I, 
I try to talk about things. I say things that people think. Yeah. That's what I do with my content. You really want to know the answer to this question, but you're afraid to ask. Yeah. But I'm going to say it for you and let you know it's okay. You're not the only one with the question. Yeah. So mm. books, read lots of books. Like I said, search workshops, find sex coaches as my, as like myself. Now there's, you know, sex coaches, there's sex therapists, there's a difference. And just educate yourself, find videos, educational, not porn, but educational videos right. about sexuality. I got so many questions. You gonna say, where would you find the video? Where, yeah, right. Where, where, where do you find <laughs> educational no videos? <laughs> no, right. I mean, do you go to Pornhub and type in educational, educational. videos? Actually, Pornhub does have an educational section. Oh wow! They yes, hey, you didn't know. Wrong. that. I don't you? think I've been to that section before. Let me, yes. right. Let me look Pornhub, at my browser history. <laughs> yes, Pornhub and what's the other one? YouTube, you porn, I think it's called. They do have an educational section on there. They don't have a ton, but there are some videos on there. But I would suggest going to the websites and purchasing because some of that stuff is pirated and not paid uh, for. And uh, people, you know, they put time in. Yeah, but yeah. like myself, for example, I teach a whole three-hour course on the art of oral sex. Three hours. And, and people say, you Damn, literally teach. And that is not for vulvas, only for penises. The whole three hours I'm talking about how to give oral sex to Like, I got one. I'm like, is there that much to do three to? Hours? It is three hours. And that's and I always go over. I'm always rushing through that content because there's so much to learn. Let me, and let me send my wife this address. Hold on. Oh, yes. <laughs> three hours. Three that's hours. Oh, trick bag right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, let me... <laughs> <laughs> Me being my wife. <laughs> can, but you can is, Google any kind of workshop. Google any kind of Google any kind of workshop that you're you're looking for. For example, I'm working on a workshop now on um, penis massage. And how, how long that, is that workshop? That one I'm not quite sure. It's probably going to be a couple hours though. <laughs> 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 Look, we, we look at like, I didn't I got a penis. We didn't know it was that much you could do to it. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I tell people like the, or out of Earl class that, okay, I have 30 techniques. They were like, how do you have 30, 30. dick-sucking techniques? I was, like, I was like, it's all kinds of things. Look, that after about do. two or three, I'm going to need a, a IV, <laughs> a, a drink, and... <laughs> No, no, sandwich or something. <laughs> right. But see, this is what I mean by things that we don't know. Sex is an art. <sighs> I always say it's an art and it's something that you learn. And this is where we go wrong. This is why you have poor lovers, because they think they know everything and they don't take the time to learn. But it's an art. And just like mm, you learn anything, you learn yeah. sex. I love that. All right. So so tell me this. We're, we're talking about like going from where we were to where we need to be, talking about the, the tools and the resources. But now talk to me about what, what's, and I don't know if there is an answer to this, but I assume probably someplace there is. What's healthy exploration versus unhealthy exploration? Okay. Now, let me say this. Sex, there's not a one size fit all right. when it comes to sex. Okay. And when you talk about exploration, are you talking about self-exploration or sexual expression in general? Oh, let's do both. Okay. All right. You decide what your sexual expression looks like. Mm -hmm. As a coach, what we look at is as long as it's consent and you're of age, mm, yeah. then you do what you want to do. You know, society doesn't dictate your pleasure. You dictate right, your pleasure. Right. Okay? And we so should be free, you, too. 
We should be free to. And unjudged. Absolutely. And unjudged. So whatever wow. that looks like. So when you say healthy and unhealthy, there, there's not really a, a healthy or unhealthy unless you're going outside the boundaries. You're crossing mm. boundaries. There's consent. Of course, there's underage. There's right. when you're getting into those type of things. Right. But when it comes to sexual acts and expression with your partner, if you both agree, then, then have at it. it. I love that. Have at it. I love that. So so here's a question. Give me a bucket of chicken grease, three doorknobs, and a Lego. <laughs> Two donuts. Good goddamn night, boy. Right. Hey. And a turkey sandwich. <laughs> So, okay, Art, you had a real question. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I forgot what the question was after that. I, I got stuck on donut. <laughs> oh. Well, the donut, too. You can cut that donut up, slip it on your penis, and eat around that penis. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. But anyway, I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you should see the look on his okay, face right okay, now. Okay, okay. That's creative. <laughs> that's, that's really creative there. <laughs> and that was a quick one. That was... <laughs> I didn't take a whole bunch of thought. Um, so, so let's let's take that example, right? Like, like people may think that's a little obscure, a little, you know, uh, strange. If somebody wanted to do that, so what, what what would you advise someone who have who has maybe, you know, a little bit more strange sexual taste than their partner? Good question. Okay. Adventurous, you mean? Like more adventurous um, taste? Okay. Adventurous, right. strange, unique. Strange. Okay. So I don't really know what strange mean when people say strange. It, I don't... Let's take the donut. The donut could, well, you, you know, it, I guess it okay. is relative to the person. Right. But... To, some, that's, yes. to, to some, that's that's a normal Tuesday, right? I like that's donuts. That's a normal Tuesday. <laughs> what I tend to do, because when you want to express yourself or you want to express, bring novelty to your sex life. It can be vulnerable because you don't know what your partner, how your partner is going to respond. If you're unsure how your partner will respond, you can put yourself or ask the question in a less vulnerable way. So for example, a lot of times I tell people to use me as an excuse. So say Vince, you're watching a video on Instagram that I'm talking about a sexual technique. Right. And you say, Look at this sex coach that I, I follow. What do you think about this technique she's talking about? And see what yeah, your partner says. I can see that. That's crafty. I can see that. That's, and see what I your like partner that. says. So you're not putting yourself out there. You're not putting yourself at risk or anything. So if your partner say, that's kind of dope, I think that we should probably try it. Then you're like, I think we should do it tonight. <laughs> right. I got Look, the donut right. in the car. I, I happen to have a full baker's dozen <laughs> right. on side of the bed right now. Yep. The right. hot side yes. was on. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> you whip them out like, yeah. Yes. You can accidentally on purpose say he won't glaze the I saw powder. this on Facebook. Yes, yes, you, you can do. jelly field. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. I love that as a technique, though. Like, because it it could be extremely helpful for people. Yeah. I think. And then also, in addition to that, you can do it with books. You can do it with magazines. You can do it. You can accidentally, Mm. on purpose, situate the show so it's at a scene. (laughs) Guilty. It's like you stage it. Yeah. And just say, what do you think about that? That's interesting. Or see how they respond. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like like these strategies, right? These techniques. Yes. This is beautiful. This is influence. So, 
Tell me this, Kane. We, we, we're talking now. We, we've kind of moved into like the adult conversation about how do you share your likes, your dislikes. How do you how do you grow and, and get more comfortable? But in the in that world, there there's several words, right? That that mean thing. People use um, like sexual safety. People talk about sex shaming. People talk about their kinks or whatnot. So when, when we get into this space, h- how do you how do you feel more comfortable in who you are? Forget trying to share it with your partner right now. How do you become okay with the things that you like? And, and, and what I'm to add to this example, I know through conversations with people that there are things that they like that bother them, that they like them, right? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you move yourself through those? How do you become more accepting of who you really are sexually? And see, that goes to actual shaming. Right there, the shame that you have or the guilt, you could have shame or you could have guilt about performing a particular act. But that goes right back to what I was talking about earlier. What is it about that that's shameful to you? Why does it make you feel bad? And so we have to uncover those layers to get to the why. What's going on there? Have you been told that it's bad? Do you believe that that's bad? Right. What you can do, if there are certain things that bother you, that you enjoy, you can write a list of things down and then ask yourself, is this something that I really enjoy that brings me pleasure, brings my partner pleasure? Why do I feel bad about these things? Why, where did I get the, well, how did I know to feel bad about these things? Yeah. Did my church, did my parents, who told me that? And do I really, is this my personal belief or have I internalized some negative message around sexuality? Yeah. Okay. Mm. And so then once you do that, you can work on affirmations as well. The opposite of that, as I mentioned earlier, to counter those, that type of information. So, and then there's also some people don't even know what they like, they like, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that goes to, I really do home play assignments, masturbation. I'm a masturbation advocate. Everybody should masturbate. How often? How often? And, and is there too much? Is something unhealthy? Okay. Too much masturbation happens when it's interfering with your life. Mm-hmm. If it's a situation where you prefer to masturbate than to be intimate with a partner, if it interferes with your ability to go to work or function in your day-to-day life, then that's too much. Right. Hmm. But if you masturbate every day, it's, it's okay for you to masturbate every day. Masturbation is a learning tool. Hmm. What about porn? I mean, there, you hear so much about it. It's good. It's bad. You shouldn't watch it. It distorts reality. Like, well, what are your thoughts? It's there? the number one traffic presence in Period. the world. I'm not against porn. What my challenge with porn is, is that people use it as a sex education video mm. in a documentary. Mm. Mm. It's not a documentary. It's not sex education. So it distorts people's views. If they get to, if people get to the point where they're using it um, outside of entertainment purposes, that they're right. using it as a way of learning how to engage in sexual activity, that's where it's problematic. Porn is not realistic at all. It's for the angles. You don't see yeah. the butt plug that they wore for three hours to get their butt uh, you know, wide enough to take that penis. You don't see the gallon of lube. You don't see the bloopers. You don't see the cum in the eye. You don't see queefs. You don't see messiness. You barely see them touching each other. There's no foreplay. It's unrealistic. Good point. That is, you know, and so if you want to, amateur porn is actually more realistic. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, that makes a lot and, of sense. Right. So that's what my problem is with with porn. Um, it, it, it gives this illusion that you need to have a ginormous penis. So it caused a lot of body image issues. So we learned because, earlier the average one is only what, 5.72? What was the number? I, I yeah, it's really 5.16. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Fellas, sorry. Five, Y'all just got a little smaller. Sorry. Yeah, 5.16 <laughs> inches is um, the average size American penis. So when you're looking, if, <laughs> if the only image that you see is 8-inch, nine-inch penises, you think something's wrong with you. The same thing with vulva owners. If your lips hang out a little longer or your outer lips don't close, you think something's wrong with you. But that is completely natural and normal because all vulvas look different. But what they do is they take these cookie-cutter images and they show us that and we think that's the norm. Mm. And it's not. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and then even with porn, they show this extended period of time. But if you pay real close, you'll see a lot of looping in porn, like the same scene looping mm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. If you pay attention, a lot of porn, you know, does that. And when you're thinking about it, intercourse lasts three to eight minutes on average. Really? Three to eight minutes. Three to eight minutes. Wow. Yeah, but we, we're showing these depictions of this extended period of time. We're showing... 42 these, minutes, baby. These ginormous 35.3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wow. know what 45 minutes to fucking sound like to me? Leg cramps. That's what that sound like. Uh-huh. Sound like a leg cramp. Sound like a job. <laughs> 45 minutes? Hmm. <laughs> 45 minutes? Yeah, like a couple hours sometimes. You do a couple hours a few times. Minus four. Couple hours, huh? Shit. Well, foreplay is sex, and that's another thing. Okay, now that's another thing. That's another thing. We have a narrow scope of what sex is. Sex is not intercourse; just intercourse. It's other things. Both of us like, okay, we got penetration. We got you. We got you. We had to align right Correct. Sure In unison. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> gotcha. Two hours, yeah. I'm like 45 minutes straight, sound like I'm calling in tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I need a leg massage because everything been cramped up. Yeah. I feel that, but it, I mean, when you qualify it that way, like when you, you include foreplay yeah. and all the things leading up to it, shit, it could be the whole day. And that stuff is fun. Like, it's, yeah. it, it, like there, there are those moments where you flirt all day long. Mm-hmm. Right? With and, the objective of right. penetration. And you know what's coming at the end of the night, but it's all day long. Right. Yeah. But that right there is beautiful, especially for female bodies. We like that. We like that, that buildup of anticipation because a lot of times people just want to drop to their knees, lick, and then stick it in right away. And it takes time for us to tent. Yeah. It takes time for our vagina to tent and for arousal to occur. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) True. I wish you were in the studio with us so you could see the facial expressions at the same time. (laughs) This is going to, look, this is going to be one of the most popularly viewed episodes that we have. So you you got to come into the studio with us next time. Yes. All right. So in your experience, right, I, I know you have a lot of very candid, transparent open and honest conversations about sex. So much like you talked about with porn, creating an unrealistic image of what sex looks like, I want to take just a few moments and lean against your experience. 
to kind of help people understand what's real. So I'd love to hear if you could give us a little information about through your sessions, what are the some what are some of the most common requests? Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Some of the, the biggest hurdles that couples or individuals have to overcome sexually, you know, mistakes, things like that, things that can that can sound normal to a person if they hear it's like, oh, that happens to me. Oh, I, I do that. I didn't know that that was so normal. Can you talk a little bit about your experience in that, right? Oh, yes. Um, low sex drives is absolutely one of the top ones. Uh, early ejaculation, inability to um, maintain an erection. Mm-hmm or not get an erection, and orgasm is, is, is very huge with female bodies. Right. Um, they have challenges experiencing orgasm either <laughs> altogether, or it could be with um, a partner. Like they can do it with masturbation, but they can't do it with a partner or they can't do mm. it at all. Orgasm causes a lot of challenges in relationships because what we're seeing is, is that partners sometimes put a lot of pressure to for their female partners to have an orgasm. And so that's where that faking comes in sometimes mm. because they make the orgasm about them instead of their partner. And mm. most, most, this is, a, this is one that is such a misconception. Most female-bodied individuals do not come from intercourse. Mm. 75 to 80% of us don't come from intercourse alone. Really? Oh, alone. Right. right. Clitoral stimulation on top of that, correct? You have to have clitoral (laughs) stimulation. So most of us come from clitoral stimulation, but sometimes people kind of get in a tizzy a little bit because they're not experiencing an orgasm where they say, oh my goodness, Kane, I've never come before. And I say, what do you mean? What do you mean? And what they're talking about, they've never experienced an orgasm through intercourse. Mm. And then I have to explain that the, org- that the clitoris is, they call it the center of the universe. Right. The, the sole purpose of the clitoris is for pleasure. It has 8,000 nerve endings and that's where most of us get our orgasms from. Right. 80% of us get our orgasms from clitoral stimulation. Seems so almost unfair. <laughs> wow. Well, you have 4,000 on the head. I know, I was going to say, I saw that earlier too. I said, I feel but it a, ain't 8, a little cheated. <laughs> I'm going to talk to God about that in my prayers right. tonight. Like, what cheated. happened? Why we didn't get, why we didn't get the same? Right, so well, there's an orgasm gap. So you're most more often to have an orgasm than we are. That's a huge problem that's going on right yeah. now. So you know, I want you to think about it. You both have penises, okay? Right? You right. both have penises, mm-hmm. okay? So I want you to think about this. 
imagine that you're um, engaging sexually with your partner and you are enjoying it. You enjoy the sex, you enjoy the intimacy, but you don't come. Almost never. Mm. How do you feel about that? Problematic. Oh, shit. That's a, that's a mm. problematic. That's, <laughs> that's gigantic. But that's, that's like, what's what? happening a lot with female-bodied people. Yes, you, you get yours, and then oh. there's no orgasm. Now, don't like, get me wrong. What am I wrong. doing this for? It's, don't get me wrong. You don't have to have an orgasm to have a beautiful time. But what right. I'm trying to show you is... You sure wouldn't mind, though. That you wouldn't mind. <laughs> But that's, like that's kind of almost yourself. a required component for us, though, for guys. Yeah. Like, it ain't, it ain't, you. <laughs> it's very rare that we don't. Very why rare. Is it, why is it a requirement for you and not for the partner, though? And that's where we're talking yeah. about yes. the, the orgasm gap. Just as it's important to you, it's just as important to the, to, to the, to the woman so or the, the female body person. For all of our male listeners, right? And you, you talked about this earlier. <laughs> there's, a, there's an extreme amount of pressure. And probably that we put on ourselves or, or, or maybe women are putting it on us too, right? But there's an extreme amount of pressure as a man to deliver your partner to the point of orgasm, right? And, and we heard you talk about that there are women who are faking because they also feel the pressure to be delivered to orgasm. How do we fix that? Like, what can, what can guys do? What techniques? What, what tips do you have? for the men, and we're actually moving into the section of the, of the interview with, with listener questions, but what tips do you have for men to begin to learn their partner's bodies enough to help them and to usher them to orgasm? Or should that even be the goal? Should we be looking to usher them to orgasm? Okay. There's a school of thought, and we're taught even during my training, that we are responsible for our own orgasm. Right. However, I subscribe to a different school of thought. I think that it's both our responsibility to usher each other to orgasm. I think it's both. It's both. I like that. First, First and foremost, you have to know what brings you to orgasm? You have to know mm-hmm. what feels good to use, which means that you have to learn and understand your body. In terms of men, men have to listen and learn. So a lot of times I'll get questions like, how do I get my partner to do this? Or they want to know specific things. And you know how you get them there? You ask them. <laughs> you ask them, what is it that they like? What is it that they enjoy? Every single time you get a new partner, it's a new learning experience. So you could be fabulous with your previous partner and horrible with this current partner because you have to take mm-hmm. the time to learn what feels good. One of the things that I um, teach my members and what, what the secret is, is really is such a simple secret to becoming an amazing lover. And why I've been so good at what I do is that you have to step back for a minute and take the time to learn. Right. So for example, if you're with a, with, if you're with a new partner, say you want to play Explorer. Say, I just want to play Explorer and I just want to kind of go over your body. I want to lick. I want to touch. I want to do all this to your body. And I just need you to moan or tell me if that feels good. Or tell me, do you want it a little softer or harder? And what you're doing is you're taking mental notes of what's going on. So you're going through the body and seeing how their body responds. Right. And you're making a mental note. Go to another area. How do their body respond? Is it good? Is it bad? Take a mental note. And then you're gathering intel. That's what you're doing. You're gathering intel about your partner. Right. 
Okay. And then you can come back and deliver this to your partner. And this goes for both or however many people are in your um, <laughs> arrangement. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, hey, because wow. we don't judge. Listen, right. you do what you're right. comfortable right. with. Consent but if you is what matters. Take, yes, yes, consent is what matters. And But if you take the time to really learn your partner, that's how you become an amazing lover. That's, that's the secret. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of people, they don't want to talk. You know what? You need, you need a college-level course on a campus. Cool Think about the amazing lovers you would generate oh, yeah. <laughs> across the, 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 the world. That's, mm. that's amazing. I'm going to tell you some of the most gratifying things. I've had husbands call me and boyfriends call me and say, thank you, Kane. Oh, my gosh, you're so amazing. They've said I've gotten screenshots from people that I've taught different techniques and they'll show me what their partners have sent. And that is just so fulfilling and gratifying because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean by it's It must part. feel good. To, to know that you it. played yeah. such a role in, in creating oh, yeah. like, happiness, like actual happiness. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it so much. But again, it's just really all about communication. If you don't communicate what you want, you're probably not going to get it. Mm -hmm. Speak up. Say what you like. Say what you don't like. And an exploration thing. I kind of, I like this. That's real cool. The thought process around exploring. That's real cool. Mm -hmm. You've already answered. Because there's, oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. This is your show. Please go ahead. (laughs) Another thing is, is that when you're doing the exploring, Try to go for areas that you usually don't go for. Don't go for the obvious. Like what? Okay. In between the second and third toe, go right there. That's the spot. Yeah, there's one. There's a spot. There's a spot. And then there's also a really, really erogenous zone for some is where your leg attaches to your torso, that Mm -hmm. crease right there. Yep. That's behind the knees, the knees itself. Or just that, shoot for like 98% coverage. Like, just put everywhere. Go everywhere. Yeah, just go but everywhere. You, but if you can target, you know what I'm <laughs> You're already trying to cut you corners. Look map, at you. You know what I'm saying? You got an efficient <laughs> map that you can actually probe. It, 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 it. What, what I'm hearing, Kane, is as, as men, and probably as women, honestly, oh. we need to come to the bedroom butt naked with a notepad and a pencil <laughs> and take notes. We need to pay that or much attention. Or a camera. And, and like the full, you know, the the full medical chart where mm-hmm. you can make the notes, like, like the, aut- the, the yeah. autopsy guy does. Or, or like when they do the, <laughs> when they do the uh, allergy test, right? They, they're like, okay, right here is definitely reaction. <laughs> and then you want to make your partner or help your partner feel safe with expressing themselves because some people are afraid to say anything. They don't even want to talk. They don't want to make a sound. Yeah. And so you want to make them feel comfortable like, baby, just moan. If I hit it, it tell me, I want you to tell me if it's if I, you want me to do it a, a little softer. And you can ask questions, but don't ask yes or no questions. Ask, yeah. would you like it slow or would you like it fast? Would you right. like it, you know? And so you're kind of exploring the body and that's your roadmap. That is how you know where to go and what to do. That just sounds And fun. then also, okay, also coupled with techniques, that's how you become powerful, okay? Techniques. <laughs> Let's talk about techniques. Get, get, share, you share, made art sit straight up share, in his chair. Uh, I love techniques because uh, I'm a systems guy, so I think technique in, in everything. A te- do you have a proven technique for women and for men? There's no such thing. Oh. There's no such thing. Because what you may like. Individualized. Yes. 
this and art, you probably like two totally different things. Two totally different things. So there is no one size fit all. That's where the mistake comes in. Yeah. Because there is no one size fit all. Now, certainly I can tell you, okay, when you're giving her um, head, picture a clock on her clit and then lick from 12 and 3 and see if that helps. You know, um, the first third Damn, of that's the specific. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the clock, bro? Did I you did. see it? <laughs> like everybody like, oh shit. Okay. 12 yeah. and 3. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it may be the other way. It actually may be 9 and 12. It depends on the person. Check there, lick there, and see what happens. And then I may say, okay, instead of licking and flicking straight up and down, flick straight across, sideways. Yep. Okay? And then I may say, okay, the first third of the vagina is actually the most sensitive. So I want you to do shallow strokes with your penis pointed upward toward her navel. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, so there's techniques that you could do coupled with what Hmm. you find out that your partner wants. And the same holds through... Yes, and the same holds true for um, penis lovers. So if you're, say you're providing oral sex to your partner, there's things that, there's parts of the penis that are the most sensitive. There's one, like I'll have, this is the number one spot. This is the second spot. The frenulum is your friend. The The head of the the penis. The frenulum is your friend. You want to go there. You got a whole saying. Did you see the frenulum is your friend? I don't even even know what that is. Do you know what that is? Do you know what the fringe? Did you say the frenulum like pendulum? What did you say? Yeah. Frenulum. 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 That's shit. Where's, let me type this in and see where this is. <laughs> Hold on. My man finna Google it. I was like, I don't even know. What. I thought y'all made up a word to rhyme. I didn't know what just happened. How you spell that? <laughs> frenulum. Mm-hmm. Shit, I, I, I spelled it so bad. Google said, did you mean friendliness? <laughs> right. <laughs> F R E N. Oh, I got it now. I got it. I got it. Okay. It took me a second. All right, y'all keep on going. I'm, I'm looking it up. Okay. So, I mean, there's spots where I'll say, okay, these are the areas that you want to target when you're giving pleasure to the penis. Or I'll say, okay, oh. don't forget the balls. I'll say, don't forget the balls. And I may teach a technique like lift the balls up and lick the back of the balls. Now, that's something that a lot of penis owners have not experienced before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can get into technique, but when it's all said and done, you also need to know that roadmap. Well, I had to look this up. I, mm-hmm. I, I know what a frenulum is now. I'm ready. So, man, that's, that, is, that is amazing. Like, you know, you got your go-to moves, you know what I'm saying, with your uh-huh. partner. You got your go-to moves that, that are proven effective every time, right? Or, or you believe them to be true. It is kind of interesting that you can explore forever. It, you could be like, you know, uh, 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 you could try different techniques all the time. You can, and you want to experiment. I often tell the story. I've been married 31 years. So Congratulations. I'll tell That's the amazing, story. by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I tell the story of my partner and I finding new sex positions. And they're like, what? How do you find new sex positions after 31 years? But we do. We'll stumble up on something or we'll stumble up on a new technique. And then after we're finished, we talk about it. Like, what you think about that? I saw how... Good sex position (laughs) drop on Tuesday with music. Um, Every Tuesday, (laughs) drop a new one. (laughs) (laughs) You get a track some wine in a new position. (laughs) 
listen, listeners, just like I know some of y'all product. wondering because I know I'm not the only person who didn't know. The frenulum is the small tag of skin on the underside of your penis between your foreskin and the shaft. Just so you know. Thank Wild Black. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Right. Is that is that spot sensitive for you underneath? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. See? Yeah. Heavenly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say it's the number two spot? It's the number two. That's number two. <laughs> That's the thing. We have you jumping in life. Nice. Oh, yeah. The technique. <laughs> Just what you can say right now, because you 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 hitting them with gems right now. Oh yes. Oh yes. Gems. Look, you have answered so many of the listener questions before we even got there. So, obviously, they they, they are spot on. I want to get a few more of them in before we run out of time. Sure, uh, sure. Okay, so from the ladies, they say, how can I make riding him easier? Basically, how do they get them knees like Megan, I think is what they're asking. <laughs> you don't need the knees like wet Megan, and it's not, that's another thing when it comes to teaching a technique, it depends. It mm-hmm. depends on what's going on with you. It depends on your size. Do you have a bad knee? Do you have bad legs? Do you need mm-hmm. to do more squats to strengthen your quads? Do you need, you know, there's a there's a number of things that I would need to ask to really get an understanding. But let me say this. It's going to be difficult to explain um, through words. You can try... Um, when you're riding, it's different from if you're on your knees versus if your feet are flat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another thing that you can do is when you're riding your partner, put your knees flat on the bed. But when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Straighten them out toward their head and and cuff your feet underneath their shoulder. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. I don't know if they understand what I'm saying. So let me. I'm trying. Let me, I'm like, wait a minute. Let me re, let me repeat it. So, so that's the part your partner. Right? Nope, your part your repart- your partner is laying flat okay. on their back. The male is laying flat on their back. Legs flat or legs or knees bent. Mm-hmm. You sit down on your partner facing them, mm-hmm. facing their head, and then straighten your legs straight ahead and cuff the top of your feet underneath their underarm pit, so underneath their shoulder. Huh, okay. Okay. And so you're going to scoop forward and do an S with your body. So you're like Scoop gliding forward, on him then. Glide oh, so on him. Yes. Aren't, aren't in a so your knees can... aren't bent. Yes. Right. Your knees are straight. straight. They're straight. I got you. Oh. Okay. I, I, Cuff I, I, your I feet. visualize that. Yeah, I'm with you now. Yes. Yes. And so what you're doing is you can glide or you can take the penis all the way to the tip of your vaginal opening and then do an S with your body, like a body roll, as you're riding. But you have um, you have traction because your feet is cuffed underneath their underarm. Yeah. And then another thing, if oh, your partner nice. wants to be helpful, they can put their hands up and you can hold their hands and lean back a little bit, like toward their feet, 
and then roll your hips in an O. But your legs are straight. Does that make sense? It that does. Fucking perfect. It sense. does. And Actually. like, if she does the S and then the O, I'm gonna put the other S because it's gonna be S S O S. It's in trouble. I'm in trouble. Right? <laughs> it's a whole situation. S O S. Somebody come get right. me. That's, that's eight minutes. <laughs> Eight of them. It's eight SOS and the game is over. <laughs> so that's one of the things. That's one of the things. And there's other. I, I go in detail. I don't teach this on Instagram. It's in my membership that I have. Right. And I did a whole thing on writing, backwards writing, one leg up writing, legs underneath him writing, pillows underneath you, pillow nut. You know, it's just oh. different things that you can do. Yes. There's all oh. kinds of things that you can do. All right. An- another question from, from, from women. How can I tighten? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, must get this, you must get this one a lot because you were ready. <sighs> yes. This, there is so much stigma and so, <clears throat> much, so many myths around this whole tightening thing. You do not want a tight vagina. You do not, let me repeat, you do not want a tight vagina. There's something called vag- vaginismus, and these are people who are unable to, ex- to engage in sexual activity because their vagina is way too tight. So let me explain how this works. If you'll notice that the vagina can feel differently at different times, it can feel looser or it can feel more snug. The more aroused that you become, your vagina starts to tint, which means that the uterus lifts up and allows space for the for penetration. Yeah, okay. Everything opens up, and that is your arousal level. So when sometimes when a person is tight, it's because they're not aroused yet. Mm. That's some of the reasons why. They're, they feel really tight. Some now, dudes' if egos just sunk. Right. <laughs> yes. They think it is tight. <laughs> right. Just For sunk. a whole nother reason. A whole nother That's reason. Wrong. And it's and it, it's just so much this whole idea of loose, they're loose because of um how many partners they had. That's foolishness. Right. Did you think that it's based on their arousal level because we open up? Yeah. As we become aroused. Now, if you feel like you've gotten, like if you're really wet or you've opened up a lot, you want to do positions that narrow your vaginal canal. For example, missionary position, partner, male partner on top, female partner on the bottom. Take your legs and put them together so they're tight and cross them at your ankle as your partner penetrates you. That's a narrow, that's a narrow stroke, but it may make them come fast. Yeah, that's the three minutes right there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that three. Right it might it might be two fifty six. Oh man! And so my question is, why do you, you feel like you need to be tightened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question goes back to, why do you feel like you you're not tight? Are you having incontinence challenges? Are you sneezing when you right. um? Are you peeing a little bit? Which is this is something that commonly happens yeah. to us. And in that that case, you can do kegels, kegel yeah. exercises where you're strengthening your pelvic floor. But don't subscribe or fall into this whole thing that you need to put creams and all this stuff in you to get tight. I no. bet that all just comes from the misconceptions we have about sex in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Stigmas, misconceptions, yes. information, pop culture. All right, I'm, I'm going to ask yes. a couple questions from men and then one from both. Um, you know you know the number one question from men, I'm sure, already. I, I don't know how many times I got this one. <laughs> how do I stop coming so fast? Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a really, really common question. <laughs> I knew that was the number one. I got, I must have got, I don't know how many times I got that one. What's funny, I got a whole bunch of emails from the most random email address, XJ922. <laughs> you know you made it. Stop it. Come on, Craig. I know that's you. They just made that email address just to ask that question. Right. Negroes uh, not trying to put their name on that one. The shame, the shame, which goes to that uh, initial point. It's super common for that to occur for some people or at some point in your life. So it happens to everybody. That's yeah, it's mm-hmm. not that's again not a one size fit all answer. It depends on what's going on with them. Remember how I discussed earlier about masturbation styles? Mm-hmm. How when you have taught yourself to come quickly, mm-hmm. you know, because you're masturbating very quickly. If you still engage in that type of practice as an adult where your masturbation style is very, very quick, you need to change that. <laughs> Okay, so if you masturbate with your right hand, I want you to masturbate with your left hand and slow it down. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard, laughing? bro? Look, because it's, it's like, so what you said is like, oh, you masturbate like a 12-year-old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Take no, your time, no. brother. Light a candle. Right, right. enjoy yourself. <laughs> turn on some new, turn on some day, brother. Some wine what you and doing? And enjoy yourself. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. 35 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, terrible. The other thing is, no Marvin. is that oh, it could she, be... She took him out. Ain't no Marvin. Sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, sorry, Kay. Please, please continue. Please continue. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. Um, the other thing is performance anxiety. So if you are... Um, worried about coming fast. If you worry about coming fast and you try to make yourself not come fast, you're going to come fast. Mm. And a lot of people don't realize that. The other thing is, is that you have to learn how to tolerate pleasure. So you need to understand at what point will you reach the point of no return. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's, you can learn that there's a series of techniques that I show for that. And there's masturbation practices. You can do edging so you can learn how to control. If it's a, if you need medical intervention, of course, they can use SSRI type medications, which are what? like S- um, depressed. Okay. SSRI, which is usually like antidepressant oh. type medications like Zola, Paxil, things like that. One of the negative side effects is um, it decreases the sexual desire a little bit. So it may um, lessen the chances of coming quickly. That's an option too. Oh, you can incorporate. No that mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yes. Um, you can also uh, utilize a cock ring. Put a cock ring on. That may help you maintain uh, your erection as well. But when it's all said and done, there's a series of things you need to do to learn how to tolerate pleasure. Mm. 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 In college, my, my whole thing was stroke. How many How many strokes? You was counting. Hell yeah. <laughs> I kept oh, goodness. Kept you distracted, maybe? That could have been the, the part of it. But yeah, I, I, was, I had a, a stroke count. I was... <laughs> Was going out. I can see your technical ass over there. Yeah. <laughs> What's one? Got it. That's two. <laughs> oh. You motivate yourself. I'm on 78. <laughs> and let oh. me give a tip. Let me give a tip for their partner. 
Okay. So what happens, this is why we need to pay attention to what goes on during sex. So when you're when a penis is about to come, the balls will lift up toward the body. Okay. okay. When you see that those balls lift up, you can put a ring around the top of it and gently pull the balls down, which will delay the ejaculation as well. And that feels, that just sounds so painful. It does sound like you no, 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 no. dog No, 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 no. So <laughs> at the very top, it's not painful. I'm clutching my own pearls. No, it's not painful. <laughs> so pearls. just think the very top, the very top of the, the sack, you're just making a, gent- a ring around and just you're just gently pulling it down. You won't even notice it if it's done right. Mm, okay, I'm gonna take your word on that one. <laughs> that was that was. Hey, listeners, y'all, y'all try that. And Let me know. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was that. You know, because check the technique. I, I guess I'm just sensitive about the area. That just that just that that one sounds like ooh, ooh, mission over. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you had some trauma with your balls? No, but I, I don't want none. I think that's what. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really what it's about. <laughs> that's a more preventative trauma, man. It's right there. Okay. All right. So this question came in a lot too, and this came from men and women. Are all sex toys created equal, and are any damaging? And I'll even add to that. On Instagram, I've seen a whole bunch of this rose toy, and I've seen a whole bunch counter to it, saying it's overstimulating. So, what's your viewpoint on sex toys? Okay. Sex toys, absolutely, they are not made. They absolutely are not made equal. Okay. Um, You want to invest in a quality silicone body safe sex toy. Um, Sometimes people see the price of a sex toy. They may say, okay, this sex toy is $140 or $150, but you're using this in your most prized place and you don't there's just certain things you don't want to budget shop for and yeah. that's a sex toy <laughs> got that old pvc pipe for, <laughs> for 32 dollars. oh yeah you don't want to yeah. do that and i'm going to tell you something that i found when i was selling sex toys many years ago is is that a lot of women were running into um infections they would get mm. bacterial infections they would get yeast infections and it was from their um vibrator Wow. It was the material. It was a porous material. It oh. was subpar material. They were not using it with a condom. If you have a cheap toy that you like, you need to put a condom on top of that toy. Wow. And then when you're able to invest inside of a quality toy. Wow. Huh. Did not know Yes, that. they are not made equal. Great question. Not at all. All right, cool. So <laughs> I did not realize how long we've been going. <laughs> Going this is definitely longer than three minutes. This is definitely look. <laughs> this happens well, to hey. me every time I'm on a, on a podcast. They're like, "This is the longest podcast I've ever done." Because it's so damn mm-hmm. in- yes, it's so it's- interesting, <laughs> educational, and it's fun at the same time. It's crazy the amount of stuff that you don't know that you think you yeah. are okay in. Like yeah. the air is, it's like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Okay. And, and we've talked so many things. I mean, from from the the sex techniques all the way to to children and. And finding our, our way to a more comfortable narrative. We have we have talked about a lot. And when you when you think about all of your experience, all the conversations, all the people you have helped, and I and I recognize this may be a tough question, but maybe it's not, right? If you had a moment to address all women and then all men, no one could turn you off. Everyone had to listen to your message, and you had 60 seconds for each group. There was no way they did not hear you. 
What would be the one thing you tell all women and the one thing you tell all men? Okay. I'm going to say this and it's going to take me not even 60 seconds and it's, it's, it's going to be two things for both. Okay. Communication and learn your body. That's it. Mm. That's how you learn. That is how you get to an amazing sex life. Understanding what you like and enjoy and being able to communicate that. I love that. Mm. I love that. Simple. To the point. Yep. Clear. Well, Kane, I have enjoyed every moment of today's episode. You don't know how much I appreciate you agreeing to come on here and have this conversation with us. I hope that you enjoyed yourself. I did. Um, And I'm sure people are made better by the time we spent together today. So the last thing I'd like to do is what we always do at the end of every episode, and that is we give our guest the mic to close us out. You can tell the people listening whatever it is that's on your heart to tell them. And the only thing that I ask is that if if you have social media information that you are willing to share, Please share it so they can track you, follow you, and engage with you. And the floor is yours, ma'am. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. Sex is something that's so beautiful and so natural. And it's something that you don't have to be ashamed of. Learn your body. Understand what you like and communicate your needs. I give lots and lots of information on my Instagram. Take a look. And that is at Kane the Coach. And that's at Kane the Coach. And then my website is romanticdiscovery.com. If you want coaching or if you want to learn, dig deeper and learn more. But don't worry, you are normal. (laughs) I love that. I think those are great words. Listeners, as always, the information that she just gave will be embedded in our episode notes. So feel free to take a quick look. They are active links. So if you click through, you'll go straight to her website straight to her Instagram. And I hope you have a a great time learning and getting better at this thing that we all participate in. And I think most of us enjoy. All right, brother, you got anything before we get out of here, man? This was an amazing episode. Um, Just a a, a huge heartfelt thank you for the the nuggets and the gems you've you've provided. Because, I mean, from the range of things we talked about, everything has been a, a, a nice dose of game for every single one of our listeners. So I know it's it's going to be well-received and just a big thank you for the work that you're doing and that you continue to do. Um, it's something that is really, really important for us as, as humans and as people to to not be shameful of something that is so natural. So just thank you and, and great, great education. Thank you. All thank I'm going to say is, sister, thank you so much. I appreciate you and I'm, I'm glad that you are here with us today. And with that, Wild Black, We out. Peace. Love you. We out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.